Welcome to the Indiana Basketball Source Podcast. I'm Trevor Andershock. Um, today will be a different podcast. We're going to go through each remaining IHSAA tournament game and agree on the winner of that game. Again, it will be in-depth on players and how the game would be expected to play out. And uh, we'll go from there until we crown a Indiana Basketball Source um, state champion in each class. So Jeff Shanley will be joining me to uh, break things down, and let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Go to 2A now, Shark. All right, 2A taking place the first North Regional at North Judson. Can we, uh, just, Black- can we skip 2A altogether and just pencil in the champion now? Or? <laughs> no, no, because I want uh, to. we need to work out who they're going to beat here. Oh, um, Blackhawk Christian taking on Cherubusco. And uh, LaVille taking on Bowman Academy at North Judson. Let's go to this Blackhawk Christian Cherubusco game. Um, pretty short discussion here, Trevor, isn't it? Well, I do like Busco, Landon Jordan, Jackson Paul. Um, Jordan at least has the size and athleticism to give Caleb first a little bit of a challenge. But like you said, I mean, this Blackhawk Christian team is just loaded. First, Zane Burke, Marcus Davidson, that whole whole group is fantastic, especially yeah. for the 2A level, Shark. Yeah, and they have a couple real good role players. Callen Wood, their, their defender, and uh, Jake Boyd, um, kind of like a four-man that does all the dirty work. Um, but obviously, it revolves around first and then the outside shooting of Zane Burke and Marcus Davidson. I went and saw the Cherubusco Central Noble sectional title game that Busco won, and um, they junked it up. They played a triangle and two um, on Sawyer Yoder and Connor Essigen of Central Noble. You have to wonder if maybe they just try and play a triangle and two against Blackhawk, you know, put guys on Zane Burke and Marcus Davidson and then put the other three around Caleb first, you know, follow him wherever they goes because Wood and Boyer aren't really big scorers. Um, for Blackhawk, they get their stuff off garbage points. So I would anticipate uh, Chris Paul to – have thrown that junk defense at Blackhawk, but um, Blackhawk, again, you know, can, can control the game rebounding-wise with first. Um, two excellent shooters in Bergen Davidson. I just think they have too much firepower, so uh, we'll go with Blackhawk Christian here. Yeah, definitely. What about uh, LaVille have any chance here, Shark, against Bowman Academy? <laughs> I mean, you look at Bowman with uh, – Karan Davis, you know, a junior wing that put up some real impressive numbers uh, for the Eagles here. Um, and they've had, they've kind of had an up and down year. They've had some head scratching losses, but they've beaten some really good teams as well. Um, you know, they yeah, play a lot of. They've played a loaded schedule of Chicago yeah, teams. Yeah. And that's one thing that, you know, maybe people in Indiana don't understand is how good the Chicago teams they play. They're not you know, getting scraping the bottom of the barrel when they head across state lines. They're they're taking on really good teams there. So I'm gonna say Bowman, um moving on over LaVille. Yeah, I think that's uh, the correct pick there, Shark. Like you said, Davis from the wing and Jacques Williams. Uh he made the uh sports center with his highlight real dunk in the mid middle of the season. I think he scored about seventeen a game for him. Those two really do a lot of the damage for him. Yeah. So Blackhawk Christian and Bowman Academy in the uh, championship game at North Judson here, Trevor. Um, Region versus Fort Wayne here. I know uh, 
I want to fight for my uh, Fort Wayne 260 brethren here at Blackhawk Christian. I just think they're, um, they won it last year in 1A, move up to 2A. I still think they're um, one of, if not the best team in 2A. So I got Blackhawk moving on here. Well, now that you're trying to uh, fight for Fort Wayne, I might have to take Bowman. I mean, what are I think number seven team in the uh, state in 2A? I mean, they don't have any chance here, Shark? Come on. I, I'm not saying they don't have any chance. I think this might be a game where Blackhawk leads by maybe five to seven the whole way and maybe at the end gets it up to about 10 or 11. A high-scoring game. I think this could have been, you know, a 85 to 75 type game. Um, you know, both teams not afraid to um, let the offense go and, and, and run a little bit. So um, I think a high-scoring game here, but I think Blackhawk Christian a little bit too much with first inside. Yeah, I think Blackhawk is easily the most talented 2A team, but they have struggled against pressing and pressuring defenses. Like last year, Gary 21st century game a game in this regional. And then they just had their their one weakness this season has been ball handling, and Bowman would definitely try to get after them. Yeah, when um, Blackhawk Christian played Addicts at that basketball day in Indiana in Kokomo, um, that was how Addicts really got after them, was being able to – take Burke and Davidson and, you know, make them make decisions with the ball and speed them up and pressure them and try and prevent the ball from getting into Caleb first. Yeah. Um, so I do see that, but um, I think Blackhawk just a little bit too good. So are we in agreement Blackhawk's coming out of North Judson? Yeah, I guess we'll go with Blackhawk, sure. You don't get to count that as a Fort Wayne win over, over the region, though. Okay, heading on down to LaPel for the other – Northern Regional. We have Rossville and Wapahani uh, in the first game, then Rochester and Blackford. Uh, Rossville and Wapahani, kind of two similar teams that um, very experienced, um, but pretty balanced, you know, have have good players and there's a lot of different guys that can do some things. I'm looking at Rossville stats right now. Dirk Shaw leads them at 15 a game. And then they've got four guys all between seven and eight and a half um, a game trio of juniors there for the Hornets. And then Wapahani led by Drew Luce and Trey Spence. But they've got some um, real balance there with uh, two other guys in double figures um, for the Raiders. So that could be a real interesting game there at LaPel. And then the second game, Rochester takes on Blackford and scoring machine Luke Brown. So um, definitely uh, some entertaining games at LaPel. Um, let's start off with this Rossville-Wapahani matchup. Um, like you said, I I really like the duo of Trey Spence and uh, Drew Luce for um, Wapahani. I don't know exactly how well they would match up against Rossville, but um, what are you thinking here, Shark? Yeah, I had a chance to watch um, Wapahani's game at the end of the regular season against uh, Shenandoah. Uh, that did not go well for Wapahani, to say the least. Um, you look at Wapahani stats, they're led by um, four seniors. You know, we talked about Luce and Spence, but then you have Eric Roush and Braxton Davis. Davis gives them a little size at 6'4". Um, the other three are all guards all around six feet tall. Um, they shoot it well from deep, um, and they have a lot of guys who, who will take a lot of threes, you know. Um, Matt Luce not afraid to let his guys go offensively. And then um, Rossville... Um, you know, came out of a okay sectional. I think Wapahani is probably 
tested a little bit more getting through lapel alexandria and frankton um that's always one of the better two-way sectionals in the state so i'm gonna go wapahani in this matchup yeah just looking over the season for rossville i think i'll go wapahani as well i think they're just a little bit better resume so i think i'll go wapahani and then we look at uh rochester here taking on blackford and obviously the the headliner here is uh, Luke Brown of Blackford, averaging a state-leading 35 points a game here. Um, taking on a Rochester team, doesn't have a great record, likes to slow it down, led by a couple juniors in Quinn Stasiak and Grant McCarter, um, both around 11 points a game here. But um, they're going to have a hard time slowing down Luke Brown and Brandon Strobel. Yeah, I think those two alone would be able to outscore uh... – Rochester in a, a major way. I just don't think they would have enough firepower to keep up with Luke Brown and company. So I'd go Blackford here, Shark. All right, and let's move on to the championship game. Wapahani um, and Blackford, those two teams being both, you know, around that East Central Indiana area. Um, it's really the balance of Wapahani against the high-scoring uh, duo of Brown and Strobel for Blackford. Yeah, I think... Uh... I would go, I'd go Blackford here, Shark. This might be a slight upset, but you, like you said, they're pretty well uh, or evenly matched, and I think Luke Brown would be enough to get him over the hump here. Yeah, I think, you know, when I saw Wapahani, you know, against Shenandoah towards the end of the regular season, Wapahani was in it for about a quarter and a half, and then it just snowballed. Um, Shenandoah obviously has a, a really good guard lineup, and that's what Blackford presents. So I think if Blackford gets rolling, um, Wabahani's going to have some tough finds when it comes to answers on how to slow them down. So I'll go Blackford as well coming out of lapel. All right. Uh, a regional for Blackford. <laughs> there we go. Moving down to 2A this year and uh, gets gets a regional championship. Let's head to the uh, – one of the southern regionals in 2A over at Greenfield. Covenant Christian against South Decatur and Park Heritage against Shenandoah. Uh, South Decatur made a lot of waves here with um, Kendall Wiley's offense averaging um, over 90 points a game. Dominic Walters and Lane Loudenburg, Loudenburg um, a really good guard forward duo um, for South Decatur here. And they're kind of like a shock and awe offense. They just want to constantly come at you offensively um attack you you know from the opening tip um not a team that really wants to grind out defensive possessions to you know to say the least but um they're certainly capable of putting points on the board hunter johnson kind of a third wheel for them that can hit some shots so um taking on a covenant christian team that you know beat some good teams you know took out heritage christian and park tudor in the sectional those are quality two-way basketball teams, so definitely Covenant Christian not be taken lightly. Yeah, I think Covenant Christian is really good. Played a tough schedule, like you said. Uh, Noah Hedrick, 16 points a game. Um, Trey Flat right there, 13 and a half. So, I mean, they have some balance. They're a really good. I just think they're a really solid team that's definitely been tested. Um Compared to South Decatur, who hasn't played the toughest schedule, it'd be interesting to see how those two match up. Yeah, I went to the South Decatur game when they played Greensburg, and 
Greensburg, obviously a really good 318, but Greensburg did whatever they wanted. Um, I was really hope, you know, you, you read everything and you see South Decatur wants to score a bunch of points. You would hope that there was a little bit more attention to the defensive end, at least trying to force turnovers. Um, you know, it was mainly, you know, let's let them take a quick shot, see if they miss it so we can get out and go and not really um, a whole lot on the defensive end. So I do think, you know, with Lonberg and, and Walters, uh, it's a pretty impressive duo at the two-way level. Definitely two kids that, that are really talented. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Covenant Christian here, Shark. I think they've just been uh, tested a little bit more and uh, know how to beat good teams here. Yeah, I'm going to agree as well. I just think South Dakota defensively, I mean, you can if you can dribble, you can get layups against them um, if you just attack so you, them right away. So you couldn't be able to get layups against them, uh, Shark? Not in my present condition and maybe not in my prime. Um, uh, that would have been a struggle, Trevor. Uh, but Just wanted uh, that yeah. on the record. Yep, yep. Ball handling, not a strength of the Shark. Um, so we're both in agreement. Covenant Christian here. The second game, Park Heritage against Shenandoah. Um, Park Heritage, a real good freshman in Christian Johnson, leading them at, with about 16 points, six boards a game. And then you look at Shenandoah, a team that was on top of the two-way rankings pretty much the whole whole year, um, made it to semi-state last year. Their is, that junior, the, is that the two-way rankings without Blackhawk Christian or – um, the AP rankings, um, obviously, um, you know, Blackhawks played a little bit more difficult schedule than Shenandoah has. Um, but you look at the junior backcourt of Shenandoah with Andrew Bennett, Jacob Kinsey's really taken a step forward for them this year. And Caden McCullough, um, lost Cam Grady, their post player, um, towards the end of the year. Um, but you have, a, a senior in, in Jackson Campbell that really stepped up kind of undersized forward. Um, but they go on the on the strength of those three juniors in the backcourt. And, you know, they played a tough schedule. They lost by two at Fishers um, early in the year when Bennett and Kinsey did not play very well. Um, kept it within seven to a very good Fort Wayne Carroll team. Um, so they beat New Pal, who won a 4A sectional. So uh, very good Shenandoah team. I think they're just too much for Park Heritage in this matchup. Yeah, like you said, that junior class had been starring since they were uh, freshmen. They've been winning since they were freshmen. I think they would just have too much for Park Heritage. You know, like you said, Christian Johnson, the freshman, is really solid, and Connor Davis is right there with them. But, yeah, Shenandoah, too much for Park Heritage. So then we go Covenant Christian and Shenandoah in the championship game here. Um, again, I think Shenandoah just a little bit too much for Covenant Christian, uh, especially if they get Caden McCullough going, shooting the ball. And then um, Jacob Kinsey uh, has really come on this year as a scorer. He was really last year just kind of a, a driver. He's improved his outside shot. Um, and they do force a lot of turnovers just with their, their ball pressure and their guards getting out in passing lanes. So I think Shenandoah and Dave McCullough come out of this regional. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it would be pretty close, two or three possession game. But like you said, I think Shenandoah, just too good for him. Okay, let's head down to Southridge here for the last 2A regional. South Spencer and Providence in the first game, then Linton and Crawford County in the second game. Um, South Spencer and Providence, um, interesting first matchups. Providence got by Southwestern Hanover, who's a really good team that kind of hit some turmoil um, in the last few weeks of the regular season. Um, 
no Steve Fisher run for uh, no no Southwestern no, there. No uh, no um, Hanover man leading them to uh, to glory here, but um, Providence a really good side. Um, South Spencer as well, so be an interesting matchup. Um, you know, Providence does play a pretty tough schedule here. Um, I had a uh, I had a chance to watch South Spencer last night uh, on some video shark um, against North Har- Harrison. I really like their point guard, Jace Kelly, uh, junior point guard, quick off the dribble, um, good outside shooter as well. Um, also really good passer. I mean, really good, solid, solid player overall. He kind of leads them. And then they have good role players around them. They have another ball handler in Michael Dono and um, a shooter in Kobe Barlett. So, I mean, they're, they're a pretty good team here, Shark, 22-4 and four on the season. Yeah, yeah, definitely beat, a quality team. Beat um, Southridge and North Posey in the sectional. Yeah, I'm looking at Providence's schedule here. List off the teams they they lost to Floyd Central, Silver Creek twice, Jeffersonville, um, and North Harrison. Those are all really good 3A and 4A teams. So um, definitely battle tested with Providence here. Um, who are you going to go with, Trevor? Um, I'm going to go with South Spencer. Um, just they made it through that tough sectional. I like their their makeup, especially having two really good ball handlers and Kelly and uh, Dono. I think that comes into play in the postseason. And uh, I don't know a ton about Providence, so that might uh, factor in here. But I do like South Spencer here, Shark. Yeah, I'm looking at um, South Spencer's uh, lineup here. Um, they beat North Harrison by 14 back in December. Um, like you said, knocked off Southridge, you know, Heritage Hill is a really good 3A team, beat them. Um, but I'll go with South Spencer as well here, Coach Matt Britton and uh, his side coming out. And then Linton against Crawford County. Um, Linton very easily could have been the defending 2A state champs. They gave up a late run to Andrean last year in the state championship game. You have to think those kids are have that squarely on their mind as they were I'm getting ready to come through this state tournament with uh, Lincoln Hale and Kip Fugers leading the way for the Miners. Yeah, the Miners had a really good year. Lincoln Hale had a great uh, junior season. Um, he's always been known as a shooter. I thought his shooting took even another step this, uh, even in the last year, kind of late uh, summer of last year through this season. I think that made a huge difference for the Miner from going from a really good team to a great 2A team this year, Shark. Yeah, you look at Kip Fugers, um, the IU baseball commit, kind of a 6-3 point forward. You know, a strong kid, but can do a lot of different things, can hit shots from outside, can get to the basket, um, kind of initiates the offense from, you know, kind of a wing forward position. And then uh, Coach Hart's son. Um, Joey uh, Hart. Yep, Joey Hart's son, Joey. Um, Makes it easy for you, Shark. Definitely, definitely. Um, as a freshman, you know, coming in and, and making big plays for the minors, I think um, they were just going to be too much. So I've got Linton in that game, Trevor. Yeah, I agree. Crawford County, good balance, but I don't think they would slow down Linton Stockton too much. I think they would roll through them. And so uh, South Spencer and Linton in the title game at Southridge, Trevor. Um, I'm going to go Linton um, in uh, – Maybe not an upset, but uh, 
very good game between um, two very physical teams, I think. But um, I got to go with Linton on this one. Yeah, I think South Spencer would be able to give uh, Linton some problems. Their guards are quick enough to get into the, the teeth of the defense there. And if they make some shots, I could see an upset coming. But uh, like you said, Linton Stockton's been so good all season. I think they would have to be the favorite. So uh, go with the minors here, Shark. Okay, so then we move on to our semi-state matchups. Up north, Blackhawk, Christian, and Blackford. Um, I don't think that Blackford has seen the type of firepower that Blackhawk Christian can put out there on the floor. No. How many threes would be shot in this game here? Um, ooh. Over, under 65? Uh, I could see that other than I think Blackhawk would be able to get to the rim whenever they wanted, so that might cut down a little bit, but Maybe made three-pointers would be higher than normal, not attempted. Yeah, you know, you look at, obviously, Burke and Davidson for Blackhawk Christian, great shooters, and then Luke Brown and Brandon Strobel, they do most of their damage from behind the arc. So uh, threes would be flying here, but again, you know, the X factor, as always, with Blackhawk Christian is Caleb first. What do people have to do to stop him? The interesting thing about Caleb, you never see him going for, like, 38 in a game. No, he doesn't need to but, for one. But he, but he never has like a twelve-point game. He is always, you know, eighteen to twenty-six with ten to fourteen rebounds. Like he's always in that. It's so consistent and so reliable. Yeah, uh, with what he gives. Yeah, part of that's his his kind of demeanor. He's not going to force shots, and then two, he's got such a good supporting <laughs> cast last year and this year that Blackhawk doesn't need him to score 40 or 45 points. No. So uh, we going with Blackhawk Christian to come out of North 2A, Trevor? Yeah, let's go uh, Blackhawk there, Shark. Okay. And then South 2A, this is a rematch of last year's semi-state game with Shenandoah and Linton Stockton. And um, would be another interesting matchup. I think the thing that leads me to believe this is going to be different than last year is I was at this game last year. Linton Stockton really used their size to um, beat up Shenandoah on the inside. Now, Shenandoah is not the biggest team, um, but some of that size left last year. They had the, I'm trying to think of the name, the two brothers um, for Linton that were about 6'5", that really did a ton of damage. Um, inside last year's semi-state game. Those guys graduated. Um, I think Shenandoah would learn from that experience. Their guards have gotten a lot better. Um, I'm going to go Shenandoah over Linton in the semi-state, though. Oh, this is a tough one, Shark. I think I think, I think, Linton, be, I think it would have been a great game. Yeah, I think Linton's the overall better team. Um, I, th- I would like to see... Dive into Shenandoah's uh, schedule a little bit more here, Shark. Um, you know, you look at um, at Fisher's lost by two um, without Salaji. That was what his first game. Not I think first or second thing. game beat New Pal. Um, you know, lost to Carroll by seven. 
Um, but you look at some of the teams they play that are quality teams. I mean, they they just smack some people around. Alexandria, 26. Um, Anderson, 35. Rushville, 32. Um, Cowan, 21. LaPel, 39. Um, beat a Pendleton Heights team that was playing well. Uh, 26, Wapahani. I mean... Yeah, all right. Not bad teams, at the, and they just smacked them around. Yeah, and looking at Linton Stockton's schedule, they definitely haven't played that caliber of competition. Uh, I'll go uh, I'll go Shenandoah as well here, Shark. Okay. I'll so note that that, uh, that would be a two-versus-three matchup in our final yeah. regular season rankings. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that would have been a great game, but I think the advantages that Linton had last year um, in the front quarter may be a little bit lesser. Um, and I was really impressed, particularly with Jacob Kinsey's growth. So I think he he's maybe not what he was last year. He's a definite better version of himself. So that's why I had to pick Shenandoah. But uh, two-way state title game, Blackhawk Christian back down to Banker's Life for the second year in a row, this year in two-way, um, taking on Shenandoah. Um, this this might be where the run ends for Shenandoah. Yeah, I just don't see how, other than just being on fire from three and Blackhawk being cold, I don't see how Shenandoah would be able to beat up their Shark. Yeah, and, and Shenandoah definitely doesn't have the size. I mean, they were starting, you know, when Grady, who was a 6'4 forward when he was out, um, they were starting two 6'1 kids, the Campbell brothers, um, in the front court. Um you know, Jackson's a, a pretty good athlete, but asking him to match up against 6'9", Caleb first might be a little bit more than he can handle. So um, I think Blackhawk repeats up a class, and uh, they're my pick for the 2A state title. Yeah, got to agree there, Shark. I think they've been the best team all year, played like <laughs> it, played a tough schedule. Um, I think it would uh, really help them just uh, steamrolling through the state tournament here, Shark. All right, so congratulations to the Braves of Blackhawk Christian. You are the Indiana Basketball Source 2A state champions for 2020. Yeah. Um, Hand half- over the trophy, Shark. Hand yep. over the trophy. Yep. Uh, we're halfway done. Trevor, let's not stop now. Let's 